Blog Talk Radio. The Marriage of Mystery, Entertainment, and Education. Squatch Detective Radio is on the air. Detective Radio for March 6th, 2011. I am your host, your guide, filled with bronchitis. Yes, it's the Squatch Detective Steve Calls, along with the one and the only. Where is it? Where is it? It's been so long since we've heard it. That's right. It's our good buddy, Tough Guy, Chris Danny. And what's up, Chris? How are you tonight? Uh, doing great here in Kentucky, Steve. How's everything going in New York, my friend? Everything's going just just fine and dandy. Good. I know it's been. Uh, Thank you for that been... warm Hawaii Five O welcome. I uh, I haven't heard that in a while. I kind of missed it. Uh, not much. Well, but... <laughs> well, you know what I you know what I've been dreaming about the last uh, couple of weeks. You know, every time it's really strange. Every night I'll be laying in bed and all I'll hear is this. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you got a, you have a, a hankering to get back to the lock, huh? A uh, hankering for some haggis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can imagine, you know, um, uh, after a week of uh, luxurious living in, inside of a, an old Scottish castle there and uh, and sightseeing at one of the places that I've always wanted to go, 
uh, I guess it would be kind of difficult to get back to the regular daily grind. Yeah, well, you know, I I remember I got up uh, last uh, Thursday morning, and uh, yeah, that's right, it, it, it was time for work. <laughs> you know, so, you know, how that is. But uh, what, what a show we have lined up tonight. Um, oh, yeah. You know. Uh, I'm, I'm still. Uh, I, I think we have everybody on board. We have uh, Adam Pittman, of course. We have Adam Stillwell, and I believe we have uh, David Blair. Um, David Blair is on the, the Skype line, so um, we're, we're going to have uh, quite the show tonight. And they're going to be talking about uh, paper dolls, uh, which is paper a, dolls, yeah, which is a thriller about Sasquatch, and it looks quite tantalizing. So, oh yeah. <clears throat> but uh we as usual we we have some some uh, quick news bits to go over and um uh the first thing I want to talk about is uh, I did a blog a, a little bit uh, earlier um this well late in the week uh, about what's going on over at the uh Find Bigfoot Facebook group and uh my uh, I guess you would say malcontentedness about some of their analysis and reviews and um <laughs> You know, yeah. we we did have uh, what's his name on the show discussing it, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know some of the things I just don't see, but there was a, a video well, of um, <laughs> lately of uh, they posted on there. I noticed of Todd standing and apparently some involvement with the Erickson project, which has kind of got me flinching a little bit. Well, That's, yeah. You know, I think that's just a more or less a Canadian thing there, uh, Steve. I think because uh, uh, Erickson's from uh, uh, Canada, he's uh, he's got a fellow Canadian uh, supposed Bigfoot hunter on his website. But there's some other people on there, too, I believe. Yep. I believe there's some other links to, to credible organizations. Yeah, well, and then there was some, some mention of Todd Standing being involved with two guys, one of them being a cop who's got a... Body of a Bigfoot under four feet of snow. I don't know about you, but a hoaxer, a cop, and some other guy with a Bigfoot on ice sounds all too familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> I yeah, that's, don't uh, like it at all. No, that doesn't sound very good. Very good. Does it? <laughs> you mean we're smoking dog man? Ah, uh, we haven't heard that one in a while, but uh. uh <laughs> Well, I don't know if um, if um, uh, we were uh, going to have uh, uh, Sir Eric Altman call in, and uh, he's got an announcement uh, for those folks who haven't heard. Um, and I wanted to have him kind of come on and break the news, but uh, I don't see him. So uh, at some point, I believe he'll be calling in, and we'll uh, we'll get him on at some point. And, uh if you're out there, Eric, it's three four seven nine nine six five eight zero zero. Dial in, buddy. Yeah, and uh, as the shadow says, it's not the Facebook fine blob squatch, not fine Bigfoot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. You know, I can agree with with some of their work. You know, they're they're trying to clear up a video or a picture and and, and try to find what the the videographer has actually has actually taken, but. You know, and it would seem that maybe on some of those stuff they might find something that looks looks kind of credible, you know. But every photo and every every uh, video taken 
is not going to be Bigfoot. I mean, you can't find Bigfoot in everything. No, no, that's uh, very, very, very true. And um, um, why is that name on the switchboard looking familiar to me? Um, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, I don't know who this is. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I I will check in a minute. But why don't we get on to your guest, Chris? I'll let you start off the uh, fun, and I'll go find out who's who, and I'll have you start with uh, the two Adams. So uh, welcome, okay. Adam and Adam. Hi there. How's it going? Hi, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we're going to be discussing your, your new Bigfoot movie called Paper Dolls. And uh, is this really kind of like a, a horror movie or a, a, a scary adventure movie, or what is, what is it? I, hey, I, would, I would classify it as a psychological thriller. Myself, it's, yeah, and it it because it, it definitely has creature feature elements like the you know the, the the monsters in the woods, but it also has a very strong psychological aspect to it as well. That those are the kind of the movies that we enjoy making are ones that stick with you after the credits roll. You'll be thinking about it for a few weeks afterwards. Right, right, yeah. We're I mean we're huge we're huge horror fans, and we come we. We come from Montana, so we're very uh, akin to the woods. Um, so uh, I, I, I would, yeah, he's, uh, Adam, you're, you're right. It's, it's a uh, we we, we kind of say it's a psychological thriller with uh, horror elements and overtones. <clears throat> and uh, uh, whose whose idea was Paper Dolls? Was this just like a, a group uh, project that you guys wrote, or did one of you actually write it? Well. Uh, Right out of high school, I um, I started conceived the idea. I was actually I just had my wisdom teeth out, and I was on a lot of pain meds, and the idea suddenly came to me. <laughs> that's, just, that's how I got my ideas, but that was resistance. <laughs> but um, I I just thought, you know, I really wanted to film a movie with my friends, and it was a you know, I want and I like it's like uh, Stillwell said we really love the horror genre. So yeah, right out of high school and into college, I started writing Paper Dolls, and um, after I, it took about a year to write, and then it was shelved for years and years until later in our lives when we decided to. Um, I, I think we were there's a probably about four or five years after I had written it, we decided to pull it off and we got some investors, pull it off the shelf and we got some investors and who were really excited about it and we kind of reworked the script all as a group. So we all rewrote the script, made it a little more mature and um, took care of some problems that we had with it. And so in the end, it was a major group effort. It was all of us that put it together. But initially, uh, it was me who created the story, and it, and the idea. This is a this is a story you'll appreciate. Um, my father was in Fort Angeles, Washington, where he was uh, where he was jogging and visiting his brother, and right. it was kind of a foggy morning, and he was jogging along, and he saw this man up ahead jogging in front of him, and he decided, you know, I'm going to 
catch up to this guy and ask him if there's any good trails through the woods. And, you know, that's a very heavily wooded area out there in Washington. And, um, and so he got, as he got closer to this guy, he saw that the guy was probably about no less than six, eight, seven feet right. tall and was totally dark, like, looking like, it, like he was covered in hair. And he oh, wow. ran off into the woods and was gone. Yeah. And yeah. and before my dad could even catch up, the guy was gone. And so my dad swears he saw Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Wow. And he wow. turned and looked at home because it really unnerved him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I was doing research on paper dolls and reading through all this book, Bigfoot lore and, and different sightings and this and that, I came across this big article about a uh, footprint that was found in Port Angeles, Washington. And I thought, wow. this is too much of a coincidence. So that, that, that idea intrigued me, uh, the, the Bigfoot idea. And so I, I thought, well, you know, there, I don't personally, and I think most people will agree with us when I say that uh, there's never been a good Bigfoot movie. I don't even. <laughs> I, I I really don't think so. I I think there's been some that have come close, and you know there's the classics. Harry and the Hendersons is probably my favorite, but <laughs> but I don't know if there's really been a great Bigfoot movie. So that was kind of that was one of our goals was to set out and make the best one out there. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to we wanted to take we take it seriously, you know. And, and a lot of the stuff we'd seen either took it too serious and didn't have. Uh, didn't have the uh, the elements to deliver the film, and uh, I, I think we had just also we you know when you had the idea that at first we had just kind of come out of high school and Blair Witch Project had just hit, and we were so yeah. fired up that breathed a lot of hope into young filmmakers at the time because it was effective and it was made for very little amount of money, yeah. and it breathed I think the first idea to us that hey, we could make a film for, for little money if we're just smart enough to, to write a really good story and and pick something fascinating that is is, is Bigfoot slash Sasquatch. And, uh, yeah, so there's kind of where it mm-hmm. came from. Yeah. Well, uh, this, uh, Adam, well, <laughs> let, well, let me ask Adam, uh, Adam Pittman. Uh, he's got a little background noise there. <laughs> uh, was your uh, uh, your dad's encounter was that uh, what what first got you interested in in Bigfoot or were you interested before that? Yes, it was, and and well, the initial idea for the script came from this story I heard, a scary story, probably told mm-hmm. to me around the campfire, and about a cult that was in on the East Coast, and if you're driving a back road at night they will stand with their arms linked across the road. And when you stop for them, they'll surround your car, pull you out, and take you off for a sacrifice. That was the oh, story. No. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's, it scared me. I, I, re- I re- that story, I, was, I thought, yeah. wow, that is horrifying. That yeah, I agree. These linked <laughs> people across the road. And, and so that's, that was the initial idea. And then, right. as it as the story matured and progressed, I decided to incorporate that story with with Bigfoot, with Sasquatch, and right. and make uh, them 
very intelligent, makes them maybe even, and what we did do is mess with the lore of Bigfoot, actually come up with right. a new mythology for this and yeah. and explain them in a different way that no one has ever thought of before. And, and yeah. you know, and, and the other thing that, I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's a, another showing Bigfoot in a horror, it, as, a, as a horrible, um, monstrous creature. But I don't, I don't know if necessarily we, I mean, we do that some because obviously you're going to side with the, with the protagonists, the two kids that are stuck in the woods. Right. But there's an element, I think, of that these things are just are very territorial and they don't want us messing with them. You know, right. we don't. Right. They don't want us in their in their house. <laughs> so, right. Um, so and, anyway, and yeah. You actually, you actually a star as an actor in the movie, aren't aren't you? I did. Yeah, I I actually went to college. Uh, in I got my bachelor of fine arts in acting. So right. after struggling in LA trying to get acting jobs and roles, I just decided that. I have to make we have to make our own movies to get ourselves in them. We're actually all we all act in our own movies and right. um and that's kind of, that's been a real blessing to be able to do that. To, well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, Adam, you know, from what I've seen of it, you did a first rate job, buddy. I mean, oh, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, this is Chris, went, you know, this is Chris Bennett from Kentucky talking to you, and it, and if I really didn't <laughs> like it, I'd say, well, it was okay, you know, but. But I'm telling yeah. you, what you guys have done is really it, is a great thing, and then people are going to love this because, uh, you know, and I don't want to uh, give away uh, too much about the movie because, you know, obviously I don't want to ruin it, but uh, when you're when it's scary, it's really scary. And, uh, and when, it's, when it's funny, it's really funny. I mean, you guys, I, my side was hurting there a couple of times. But, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's not yeah. a gore movie yeah. either. It's it's not a gore movie where where no uh, from where squat uh, the no, squatchies no. ripped everybody to pieces and yeah. you know that 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 genre has been beat to death I think and I think that's important. That, yeah. The, the, the horror the horror genre has been categorized as blood and torture porn and that's what yeah. that's what it is now and that's. You know the real horror. If you look back to the best horror movies ever made, you're looking at Rosemary's Baby and The Shining and these movies that are very psychological and they leave a lot to the imagination. Even Alien, where you barely see the creature at all. You know these are all very important films that that should be defining horror. And instead, we have the Hostels and and these other films that you know have really uh, taken horror given a bad name to horror, in my opinion. Yeah, so. I mean, I yeah, we we come from a place, I mean, Alfred Hitchcock is one of, you know, uh, is a guy that the, the philosophy that, that he had in film, I, I think we we carry a lot of that. It's what you don't see, and, and it is about creating a story that you really care about. Um, you know, naturally we were raised on 80s horror flicks and, and stuff like that, so that seeps in as well in the fun factor of of, of films. But we really yeah. wanted to bring back, you know, uh, you know, a good film. You know, we, it's not, it, it wasn't ever about uh, blood or a monster. It's it's about, you know, uh, what what you don't see and actually, you know, being affected by by something 
you're watching. Yeah, and that's not to say there's there's not a place for you know for fun, violent horror movies. I think right. there there is. You know, like Slither, for example, is one of my favorite horror films. And Tales what, from the Crypt. Uh, Slither. Oh yeah, Slither. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just just totally fun, totally over the top violence. Um, but I think there's a, certainly a place for that. But when it comes to true horror, true up all night worrying what's under your bed or what's outside, you know, making that noise outside in your yard, you know, you really need to delve into a very psychological aspect in these films. So yep. uh, I think that's that's how we came at this movie for sure. Yeah. So really, really appreciate what what your you know your thoughts and and what you what you took away from watching what we sent you. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I really, I really enjoy it, and I think, uh, I think you guys have reached. I mean, you know, I don't know anything about movie making. Uh, I know a good movie man <laughs> one, but now, uh, like I said, I think you guys have have reached the there. Uh, there should be a goal where that the 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 horror is peaked in the mind of the audience, and I think that's that's, that's this film captures that. I mean, uh, it does a good job, cool. right? Well, Thank you know, you. Well, yeah, it, 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 it's it's kind of funny because Chris and I, I mean, very rarely do we have, you know, filmmakers on that write fiction about Sasquatch, and uh-huh. you know, Chris, Chris, you know, said something to me. He's take a look at this trailer, and you know, seeing that it wasn't a gore movie or a movie that, you know, it it, it had its purpose for for doing what it does rather than. Uh, all these other movies that you know, it's just there because it hates humans, you know. Uh, right. And I, I, yeah. I saw that yeah. and I said, you know, the, these are the people to get on because you guys can put a a good take on, you know, why and what you did. And I think the whole Hitchcock thing, spot on, man, spot on. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. The, the best compliment we ever received was someone who saw it said it reminded them of the birds, Hitchcock's The Birds, and. Right. That was I, I just that was it. That was a huge achievement for me hearing that. I thought that's yeah. perfect. Well, that's exactly. I think I think the film is is really exciting for um, for Sasquatch lovers, horror lovers, you know, or just even movie lovers because I I think that you know um, like what you're saying. Uh, we we believe in and often the horror. You know. I, I love Sasquatch. I'm a, I'm a geek for it and I love it. And, and, you know, I believe in possibility. So, you know, I've never seen one myself, but until I, you know, until I see one, I can't fully believe that there, there is one, but, you know, uh, I will never say that, that there isn't. Um, but the, the exciting thing is, uh, is that, you know, we have an understanding that in a lot of the films I've seen, you know, yeah, the, the Sasquatch is just this, awful beast that's, you know, put in place of the the horrible monster. And, you know, we're not going to go there. We we know that in life that any villain or anything that is villainized is, is there, it, there's a certain understanding that you have to, you have to have for the character. And, and, and I think that that's kind of what, what you're seeing in, in our depiction um, and what, what Adam was saying earlier, like, you know, um, as a Sasquatch lover, if you're watching it, I think you'll appreciate our appreciate our film for that fact. Also, it'd be kind of fun because you know we kind of create our own mythology of for what Sasquatch is, and you know I, I'm sure many 
people who have studied and studied this, um, and I have respect for that absolutely, will, uh, you know, disagree with our mythology, but it will be, still be fun for them. And then, uh, you know, and I think that we, we do, the film is, is very realistic and believable, so it will, you know, bring along the, the doubters will have, we'll have uh, some questions by the end. Yeah. Now, it, it I, definitely... I, 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 I've got a question for, for both of you guys. And actually, I just want to let you know, we do have uh, David Blair on uh, line three. Um, he's muted right awesome. now but uh, because he's um, in Idaho and he's got kind of a wind tunnel thing going. But I'll pop him on and see if we, the noise is quiet now. And, um, okay, we got David on now. Hey, David. Hey, hey. David, hey, I'm sitting outside of a highway um, in a free Wi-Fi spot in Riggins, Idaho. All right. <laughs> wow. Wait, 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 wait. Did he say he's he's outside on the side of the road in friggin' Idaho? Oh, oh. no, no, no. Riggins, Riggins, Riggins. That's the name of a town. Control there, so um, uh, you have anything to add on this discussion so far? Because I know you've been listening. Yeah, no, the the, the boys really uh, they really hit it. You know, they they hit it on the head uh, pretty much with everything they were saying. Like uh, it's such a the legend of Sasquatch and like the you know the the belief. There's such a strong belief in him or it um, all over the world. Essentially, you know, like. Down south, it's the skunk ape. Over here in the in the northwest, where I'm actually at right now, it's Bigfoot. You know, in the Himalayas, it's Yeti. Yeti like, in the Himalayas, universal, universal uh, monster, um, and uh, it just kind of took our own little spin on 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 the mythology part. So it's been a lot of fun. Now you are credited as, and the I am. I'm going by the. Uh, Internet movie database as the car passenger. So you're like one of the main characters <laughs> in the film. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, my my role was pivotal in the entire film. <laughs> right. Uh, I actually wow. an awesome he died in the first for three seconds. Uh, no, I think he survived. <laughs> oh, he does. I survived. No, he died. He's also the best of victims. Oh, okay. <laughs> David actually directed the film too. Just another little role. Yeah. <laughs> well, he put himself oh. pretty high up on the cast list, didn't he? So uh, yeah, so the director is in. He's the first one that's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And of course, the director puts uh, himself in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. So how much how much research did go? Did you guys do going into this? I mean, I mean, how much Sasquatch research? And did you uh, did you talk to any any researchers or? And um, I, I believe uh, Chris was saying there was a guy on there that was portrayed as a Bigfoot researcher. Um, uh, was there anybody you particularly modeled him after? You know, initially when I was initially writing the script, I did a lot of research. Just uh, I would go to the bookstores. I didn't have enough money to buy them, so I would just sit there and read them all and take notes. Um, ah, you hear that, Stryper? What? 
Now, one of our 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 our, um, our chat room folks, or one of our regulars, has a Bigfoot bookstore. So we're, we're oh, just needling him a little bit. See that? <laughs> uh, I wasn't I wasn't there. I think it was a Hastings. But um, so you know, initially there was um, a lot of research just on. Uh, various places of where they have been seen in the United States, especially the Northwest, where, where they would live. Um, and then, as as we started filming, this was this was really interesting. As we were doing in pre-production, and we were bringing in people for interviews, and we did or for casting call, open casting call, and we did interviews on radio stations. We had a lot of people come to us and say. You know, I've I've never told anybody this. I didn't want people to think I'm crazy, but when I was out hunting, I saw something, or or when I was camping, I heard something, and I heard I heard the story. I, we all heard the story over and over and over again from people saying that they had had a sighting. So, well, the, did you guys have any like uh, any funny mishaps happen while you were on the set of Paper Dolls? <laughs> Oh, you yeah. mean like a uh, we're filming a scene and you know the Sasquatch is supposed to jump out of the woods and all of a sudden he doesn't come out of the woods because the <laughs> <laughs> yes I got a sound effect <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, and all of a sudden it's uh, our, our our high school buddy isn't there anymore and he's been replaced by an eight foot beast yeah right that, that was pretty good. <laughs> no, so you, no, you didn't, found it. Uh, it didn't happen. You found it difficult to work with the Sasquatches to uh, appear on cue. <laughs> <laughs> they were stink- no, no, they were great. <laughs> they smelled. <laughs> they smelled bad, but I mean, they did great stunt driving. You know, uh-huh. and, and yeah. they they really great cooks, good catering. Uh-huh. You know, good catering. <laughs> yep. They caught us our deer that we cooked. Second night, we, there was, you know, um, the the crew and cast. We just had a great time. It was a very independent film, uh, but we did bring a uh, half of our crew out from L.A. from Hollywood, and so it was a very professional crew. And a lot of them said that they hadn't had as much fun uh, on other sets as they did on ours. So it was it was a really great time. We laughed a lot. Yeah, it really is like a it's like summer camp when you make a film. Uh I mean at least that's kind of what everybody uh, we kind of agree on it and everybody just came together, became a little family out in the woods and uh right. you guys would love it. Like it, it's something uh yeah, it's something it's a lot of fun. It, we had we had good times. Too many stories to try to even go into. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. Were, uh, we're filming the scenes uh in the in the wooded areas. Uh, were you in like uh, Bigfoot country, or where was where was that at? I mean, was that like Northern California or Montana? Or? It was Montana. We, yeah, we were in, uh, we were right outside of our hometown of White in Whitefish, Montana, uh, uh, yeah. where um, Adam and uh, Pittman and myself uh, grew up. And, and but David, as you said, is uh, in Idaho. And um, uh, so yeah, we we basically you know used our hometown and, and went out to the national forest and. Awesome. And uh, set up awesome. set up camp for a week out there in the woods in uh, I think it was July, two thousand something. Yeah. We shot yeah. from about seven at night till eight in the morning. Yeah, so, wow. yeah. So we could get the the creepy night ambiance. <laughs> well, and there was actually there was, there was a, a oh sorry, 
There was a lot of benefits. I was just thinking to ask, uh, while you were doing the filming at night, uh, did you guys ever experience any strange noises or anything odd happening? (laughs) Hey, before you answer that, I think think David was trying to hop in there and say there were a lot of... (laughs) I was just going to say that there was uh, a lot of benefits to uh, being able to film the... The, the film outside of uh, their hometown, you know, because, like, there was a lot of uh, favors pulled and a lot of uh, free stuff, you know, benefits right. to <laughs> right out right. Yeah. Uh, filmmakers' uh, hometown. Uh, free beer supply yeah. for the whole time we were there. Period. Oh, boy, there were squatches <laughs> everywhere <laughs> after that, weren't there? <laughs> I, I don't – I think if – if there were Bigfoot around when we were filming, they they would have taken off. There are way too many of us. Well, they're, they're, yeah, they definitely wouldn't have been around. I do have a good story um, that involved uh, the real uh, monsters of the earth, teenagers. Um, <laughs> we uh, um, we uh, we had to uh, stay on lookout. You know, all our equipment was out there during the day. Uh, out there, and everybody would go home and sleep during the day because we film all night. And uh, I have a good story. One of our buddies named Life Noel, he uh, he was kind of our go-to guy for, for just about everything uh, uh, on on the set. And and he was out there, and, and we had a we had a porta potty. And uh, he decided. I mean, this is this is this is totally him. He he was like, well, I could go in that porta potty and do a number two, or I could walk out into the woods and do it naturally. So uh, luckily, he decided to go out into the woods and do it naturally because as he was uh, taking care of business, that he he heard a car flying down this dirt road. No cars are out there. I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, and a big, loud bang. And uh, oh, and so no. he got he freaked out. He got up. He went over to the porta potty, and these kids had driven by the porta potty and thrown a bowling ball at it. So if he would have been in there, he would have either gotten the surprise of his life, or he would have he could have been opening the door and got a bowling ball in the head. So (laughs) (laughs) it could have been those those same people that actually ended up hijacking the car that we used in the film and running through the shack out in the woods. (laughs) Luckily, we were done filming with both of them. Actually, that, would have, that would have been great to get that on film. Yeah, it would have. I don't know if it was a warning that, you know, you shouldn't be out here. Maybe it was big fun. Who knows? Yeah, yeah maybe he drove the car. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, just, well, you know just what? Big, Bigfoot. Well, it's actually a big inside joke of ours because in the original <laughs> scripts that Adam wrote, he he actually had a Bigfoot driving for a second, so <laughs> that went real quick. But it's we always, nicked it's always, that. Yeah, it's yeah. been a joke of ours. <laughs> well, you well, know, it's, it's, it's you, no matter where you go, there's hoodlums everywhere. Well, you know, well, you yeah, know, Chris. True. You know, you know, Chris. We've hmm. we've heard a lot about you know maybe there's a lot of cow tipping, but wow. In, in, in Montana, the teens throw bowling balls at porta potties. <laughs> there you go. There you, wow. go. there you go. And drive cars <laughs> through shacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pretty interesting. Pretty good. Uh, but no, I mean, I guess uh, back to 
there weren't any real scary moments out there on set other than the ones we were creating. Um, myself, uh, I would say I, I really relate to being a uh, fear of, of the forest and the unknown uh, because as a child I grew up out in the woods um, and my backyard was basically hundreds of miles of national forest. And uh, I, my parents would, you know, they they let me roam around back there. And so as a young kid, I often would find myself in a place where I felt a little too alone and I'd, uh, you know, take off running home. And uh, so I, you know, I could have, uh, I could, I could have met, I could have met a guy out there, you know, a time or two. I just might not remember it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I so. think, um, the another another story that was behind it that had always stuck in my mind was uh my dad told me about a friend of his that was out hunting and he he stayed out in the shack out in the woods and he would one day he really felt like he was being followed and so he started running and he could hear something running behind him and he knew he was probably just spooking himself but he was too scared to stop and he was really spooked and he got to his to his little shack that he was staying in, and he shut the door. And right as he shut the door, something slammed into the door from outside. And that, yeah. that story always scared me so bad that something was right behind him, right on his tail. So that's we actually, actually kind of right recreate that moment. Yeah, we we wrote that into the script. Hey, uh, and we have a we do have a question from the chat room, and let's mm-hmm. pull that out. Um, what kind of research did you guys do to get some of the mannerisms of the creature down? Well, hmm. that's interesting. Davy. Oh, Davy, yeah. Um, yeah uh, <laughs> well, um, n- not really. We didn't. I didn't. I didn't do much research on the on actual movements of the of the of a Sasquatch. You know, big and kind of hunkered down. I guess kind of lumbering. Um, uh, but what what, I, what we did with the actors was. Um, something that that uh, we were taught in uh, performance in in acting school, which is uh, animal work, and it really gets a it gets an actor out of their brain and into their bodies, and uh, um, you just ask, you tell them to take on different animals mm-hmm. and uh, like move like a you know move like a monkey, uh, and then it morphs <laughs> into uh, you know move like a snake. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just like all the uh, like animal work, it just gets you into your body and thinking about the way that wild animals right. um, would move. And right. so, and that was a fun and exercise to do with those actors. And that's that's pretty and much. It, and then it morphed into a cross between a human and these animals. Yeah, which, which, like, which, yeah, which, yeah it's mind, and then and then uh, you know you give us input on how you would move, given this your Sasquatch uh, characteristics. Right. Which, yeah, I have to preface that by saying, um, you know, we we did come up with our own our, our own mythology of what Sasquatch is. So we kind of we can't tell you in this interview, mm-hmm. or else it would ruin, you know, Absolutely. a twist in the film. But um, yeah. just so so we did rely a lot upon our story itself and do like like David saying, um, uh, give them a lot of information about what they are. Right. Really, and of, of course, it's in our minds the, the Patterson footage and all that stuff is is stuff that you know we've we've all seen and, and love and, and pay attention to and pay homage to. Um, but um, but we have a, a, our own kind of 
backstory as to uh, who and what these creatures are. And, um, and, and so uh, David and, and Adam and, and myself, we did a lot of work with the actors of getting that across and getting them into a an more animal-of-the-woods type zone and then letting them create their own their own characters. We did put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. And and also our, and also our costumes were really amazing done by our good good friend Angela, who's actually here yeah. right now. And, so. and they, the other thing that I have to mention is that our our makeup artist uh, his name's Michael Hancock and he is uh his first the first movie he ever did makeup for was Deliverance. And then he was Clint Eastwood's makeup artist for years, and he's currently working on <laughs> <laughs> um, He was, was uh, Clint Eastwood's <laughs> makeup artist, and then currently he's Morgan Freeman's makeup artist, and he did a fantastic job on, on the Sasquatch and just on cuts and bruises through the whole movie. He was a legend. He's a legend in Hollywood, and it, it was pretty amazing that that we roped him into working on our set. It, it, he he uh, uh, when he's not working on a film, it lives in Big Fork, Montana. So we met with him, and by the end of the movie, he had signed on. Or at the end of that nice. meeting, he had signed on. So that nice. was pretty. Right. It was pretty amazing to work with such talented people like Michael, yeah. Hunt, you know, director of so, photography, and very talented right. crew. So just to wrap up, the, to answer the question, you know, uh, it, uh, we really uh, viewed Bigfoot uh, as, you know, it, it was as important to us that the character was uh, really solid and, and, and you know, as important was their performance as, you know, the main human character in, in the film, you know. So we put a lot of thought and, uh, and time into that for sure. Now... Now, how big were the actors that that actually got suited up to play the Sasquatches? I mean, were these uh, big guys? You know what? We oh, cast. Oh, yeah. We cast in particular. We cast uh, two or three. Two are sticking to my mind right now. Uh, like young guys. Yeah. Um, you know, out of right out of high school, that were like mm-hmm. six eight, six nine. Like yeah. these guys. Like we yeah. sought them out because of their height. Corn right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Awesome. This and is actually, about a minute, guys. You know, John Lithgow, you know how tall he is, he's actually one of the Sasquatch in one of the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Tom you, Cruise. You would and... never know it's Tom Cruise. He's, <laughs> he's the shorter one. <laughs> and and then there's um there's Scarlett Johansson is the sexy one. But he he didn't make the final cut, so Yeah, yeah we had to cut her out. But anyway, yeah, yeah and then you know When when ahead. the squat when the squats got on Oprah's couch and started jumping up and down, that gets a little uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 They they don't they don't do interviews well. No. <laughs> 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 so after you know after the the movie was finished we finished it in um in August and right at, right as soon as we were done or sorry we didn't finish in August we finished the filming in August it was a 24 day shoot and then we went on and edited over the fall and the movie premiered at the Erie Horror Film Festival in Erie Pennsylvania and 
it that was the first festival it got into, uh, and we ended up. I think we won uh, best director, best actor, and uh, best picture at that festival. And wow. then from from then on, I think we were in ten, we got into ten more festivals with the film, and it, it's really done well. So yeah. you we know, I I, I, and... I got to say this. I mean, I, I've I've seen. Uh, the trailers, and um, I, I didn't have quite enough time to to get the 35-minute clip. But what I've seen of the acting is f- so far much better than what I've seen on the Sci-Fi Channel Sasquatch movies. And I'll say that right <laughs> yeah. up front. I mean, how they got there, and, and how they got there, I don't know, but, you know, you guys, you know. Well, Thank acting, you very much. acting is incredibly important. It's it's mm. the key to making it a good movie or not. I mean, there's a lot of different keys that do that, but to to have realistic acting, and I'm not just saying this because I made it, but um, <laughs> it's it's so important. And I think you know, David as the director, coming from uh, getting his Bachelor of Arts in acting, he knows how to work with actors. He knows what to get yep. from his actors. And he did a great job um, getting these performances out of all of us. And and there, I really, I think the whole, I just, you know, I, the movie is very strong and the acting is definitely one of the strong points of the film. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's definitely something that's lacked in other, in other Sasquatch films that I've seen. And that's no knock because I love, so I'll, every Sasquatch film, I'll get it and love it. But that's often uh, something, you know, that, that is lacking. Um uh, rea- um, a real, a realistic approach from the acting, and I think that's something we've done. I appreciate you uh, uh, paying attention to that and seeing that. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I saw one of the different <laughs> movies on Sci-Fi was had uh, Lance Hendrickson in it. I think that's oh, the only yeah. reason it made Sci-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It definitely helps to have a to have a star in your film, and um, like Adam. You know, Adam Sewell keeps bringing up when we when we talk to distributors is you know we have the biggest star we have Bigfoot. There's not <laughs> much of a bigger star than that. Yeah, a legend. <laughs> He's a legend, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> well, I'm un, uh, from what I understand, guys, the uh, the DVD will be released soon. Where can people go? What what's your website they can go to check out for the latest info on that and follow your work? Well, well, we're kind of right now. Um, we've kind of the last couple of years, we've been doing a lot of um, a lot of catching up and learning about the business. Um, and uh, you know, we know how to make a film, and now we're learning how to distribute it. So, uh, you know, uh, with the film, we didn't want to just jump right into you know giving our film away to a distributor. Um, it's been a really right. weird couple of years in in Hollywood um, with the you know. Uh, what's going on uh, economically, and uh, and then also we don't we just yet we don't have the means to release release it properly ourselves the way we want to and give the film the respect it deserves. Um, so uh, we are at, at the moment uh, working on um, working on uh, other films and and we're and we're building towards a release and. You know, there. Yeah, you can go uh, keep track of us on batfurterfilms.com. Um, we do have an online release of our our new short film that we also shot up in the up in the woods of uh, Montana this past summer that we're releasing on June 2nd online. 
Um, and if you know, go to badfordafilms.com. We'll let you know about that. We'll keep you informed about Paper Dolls, which you know we're very excited. And you'll see. Um, I'm excited for you guys to see the first 30 minutes because yep. you know I, I feel like you'll really be excited to see the rest. Um, oh yes. Yeah. And uh, and we're and, and we're looking. You know that that will come. And we just want to. We're confident it's going to you know, reach its audience in the right way. We just want to do it at the right time. So we can't really put a number or a date on it. But, you know, if you, if you hang with us, we'll give you some more fun things to watch uh, and, and and everything. And then when, when we do release it, you'll you'll definitely hear about it. Awesome. And I put well, that uh, in the, the chat room, badfritterfilms.com. Yep. That's, That's it. That's it. Yep, and, and you and, can uh, you know you can go to YouTube and type in Bath Fritters and yeah. watch a bunch of our little shorts and little things that we've done through the years. Some are silly, some are scary. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if yeah. you type in Bath Fritters and uh, and Paper Dolls, um, or if you just go to our badfritterfilms.com and click on the little uh, the film link there, it'll take you. We've got some you know the trailer for our our new short. Cliff Lake, right. and then there's uh, a couple of, our, of the trailers, which you guys have seen, for Paper Dolls, mm-hmm. and then there's a couple little making of vignettes that we put up there, and, you know, uh, I think if you, if you go and take a look, you'll be real excited about the film. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, we, actually, we actually have on the line uh, Eric Altman, who um, actually viewed your, your film at the film festival, so let's wow. bring on oh, Eric cool. real cool. quick. Eric, how are you tonight, brother? Good. How you guys doing? All right. We're doing hey, awesome, Eric. Great, great. Glad to glad to be here. Um, yeah, I had the chance to see uh, Paper Dolls at the uh, Erie Horror Film Festival. It's an awesome movie. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. That was, a, that was an awesome festival. Yeah, I had the opportunity to speak there last year. Uh, actually, I was talking on Bigfoot when I attended last year. So, very cool. Oh, cool! Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah, uh, radical. Guys, uh, Eric has an important announcement to make, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get you guys off. But I want to thank you guys for coming on and sharing this. And please let us know when that movie comes to DVD, so we can let the listeners know. Great. We thank will. You very much. Uh, yeah. Be in touch next time. Uh, we want to come on again. Next time, I want a big opening song like Chris got. You know, like yeah. a big. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take Thank care. You. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. All right. So, Eric, how are you, brother? I'm doing good, Steve-O. How are you, man? <clears throat> I'm good. They, they were a fun bunch. So. Yeah, they uh, were. Best of luck to their movie, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward oh, to yeah. seeing the thing in its entirety. So, Me but too. Eric, Heck you, of a movie. you have the floor now, Eric. So it's over to you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I want to say hi to Chris. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> hey, what's going on, Eric? Not too much, man. Hey, uh, just want to throw this out to everybody in the chat room, and I'm sure everybody already knows about this already. But uh, big announcement for this coming fall. October 22nd and 23rd, the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society, along with Pennsylvania MUFON, which stands for the Mutual UFO Network, we're combining uh, forces, getting together, and we're putting on a two-day conference that will be held, like I said, October 22nd and 23rd at the Westmoreland County Community College in southwestern Pennsylvania, a little town called Youngwood, PA. 
about 45 miles uh, southeast of Pittsburgh, and it's a uh, two-day event. The Saturday event will feature UFO speakers, some of the top names in ufology, such as uh, Stanton Freeman, he'll be there, uh, Bill Burns from UFO Hunters, the TV show UFO Hunters, he'll be there speaking, John Ventry, um, Roger Marsh, uh, William uh, Konoklowski will be there. He's the director of MUFON out of Michigan. So Saturday is the UFO day. But then we have Sunday, which is the Bigfoot day, and we've got some fantastic speakers lined up for Sunday. Uh, we've got uh, from Manassas, or Manassas, Virginia, the one and only Billy Willard. He'll be uh, speaking, returning to the conference from 2008. Uh, we've got uh, Stan Gordon, longtime UFO Bigfoot researcher here from Pennsylvania with over 50 years of experience in the field. He'll be speaking. Uh, I will be one of the speakers, of course. Dave Dragazin, uh, the assistant director of the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society, will be speaking. Uh, we have a surprise mystery guest who are waiting on confirmation to speak at the event. And saving the best for last, uh, your host of tonight's program of Squatch Detective Radio, Mr. Steve Coles, will be gracing us with his presence and showing up at the conference to speak this year. We're so excited to have him. Uh, I am? No, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a fun time. And, um, it's going to be a great time. And and I know who you have lined up for the surprise speaker, so I think it's going to be awesome. I think I'm, I'm really looking waiting. forward. I yeah, just, just put it in the chat room. Yeah. Go ahead. And um, the other thing too is uh, uh, Eric's show is back on the air. Let's not let's not forget to mention that Beyond the Edge Radio is back on Jackalope, and uh, that's at what 10 10 p.m. tonight, Eric. Yeah, 10 p.m. Eastern to midnight, two hours on Jackalope Radio, or you can go to our website, beyondtheedgeradio.com. Um, Steve, if I could throw out the website for the conference, if anybody's oh, interested in checking yep. it out. Sure thing. Okay, it's, it's real simple. Uh, go to, to www.paufobigfootcon.com. paufobigfootcon.com. I'll get it right. <laughs> I thought it was real easy. No. <laughs> yeah, well, nothing too okay. I think I think I got that. I also but, put uh, in the chat room that Steve will be speaking, so bring lots of tomatoes. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, you know, speaking of uh, uh, speaking of Bigfoot cons, uh, what, what do you think of this whole standing thing uh, being involved with the Erickson project? Well, that was kind of funny, kind of peculiar, I think. But, um, uh, so we um, have a great guest lined up for next week, too, Eric, and that's going to be uh, Mr. Tom Powell. So join us oh, uh, yep, next week for, for Tom. My voice is starting to go. I got a little touch of the bronchitis tonight, and talking doesn't really help too much. But... Um, and I think I typed in the wrong link in the chat room, everybody. <laughs> Eric has the right one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's all right, Chris. You met well. And, Steve, and, and, of course, my buddy over there in uh, you know, the Willow Creek area says, what will Steve be present, uh, presentation be about? Is it worth the plane ticket? Well, what do you think, Eric? You kind of know a little bit what I'm covering. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You you definitely want to be here for Steve's presentation. Uh, he's going to um, release pretty pretty compelling evidence at this year's conference, so you don't want to miss it if you get the chance to be there. Yeah, and um, I, I actually 
have had uh, one very interesting confirmation from a uh, photographic um, expert who has a PhD that, um, ah, well, kind of drowned out some of the doubts. So, uh, careful, I, I think, careful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think um, <clears throat> there's still a lot of science to be done. Um, what I'm going to be presenting this year at the conference, a lot of science to be done and a lot of investigation to be done. But um, so far, it looks really probably one of the most promising things I've seen in 13 years. So as far as uh, any kind of photographic or video evidence. So it's going to be pretty. And you are you are going to share that at the conference or present it at the conference, Steve? Absolutely. That's uh, okay. Going to be the, my grand finale at the conference this year. So we'll, well be there. Well, uh, then, Mr. Struford, yes, it's worth the plane ticket, buddy. Because <laughs> Chris knows what I'm talking about too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's worth it's worth the plane ticket. Yeah. So fun times. But uh, thanks, Eric, for coming on. Who's your guest tonight? Uh, hey, thanks for having me on, Steve and Chris. Appreciate it. Um, tonight's guest is the Reverend Tim Shaw. He's a spiritualist, a medium, a uh, Reiki uh, master. Uh, he can heal with energy, and uh, it's going to be a great show. Well, that's excellent. Can he heal bronchitis? That's very possible. <laughs> can he do it over the oh. phone? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask him tonight when he's on. Please. <laughs> have him give me a call. I <laughs> will. But uh, I, I didn't mean any disrespect by that. But it was just—it just seems like here I am with bronchitis. I'm like, hmm, I'll try anything at this point. <clears throat> uh, uh, where was I? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's time to to say goodnight to everybody. Oh, I know what I did wanted to say is uh, Abe Del Rio is back on MNBRT Radio, so give them a listen as well. Um, you can check. Check them out at blogtalkradio.com forward slash, I believe, MNBRT. So, and uh, thanks to Eric. I know, Eric, you got to run because you got a show, bro. So, you take yeah, care thanks, of that. Good night. All right. See you, Eric. And, uh, <clears throat> folks, on behalf of Squash Detective Radio, uh, we thank everybody for listening. And uh, everybody have a safe week. God bless. And we'll catch you all next week on Squash Detective Radio, Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. SquatchDetectiveRadio.com uh, or BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash SquatchDetective. We'll catch you all next week. There must be some kind of way out. Confusion I can't get no relief